your Bibles, turn to Ephesians chapter 2. Ephesians chapter 2, this is probably one of the most uh, familiar verses in the whole Bible. And uh, it's one of my favorites, amen. Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8. We'll read verse 8 through 10. For grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. I, I just love that verse. Thank God tonight for His grace. Amen. 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 And if it wasn't for His grace, we would all be in hell tonight. And it's through His grace that we are saved. It's nothing that we can do. We, we don't have enough works. We can't do enough to be saved, to get into the kingdom of heaven. But it's the gift of God. It's His gift to us. And verse 9 says, Not of works, lest any man should boast. We don't have anything to brag about tonight except for the Lord Jesus Christ. Anything that, we, that comes out of our mouth tonight as far as uh, salvation and our Christian walk should be the Lord Jesus Christ. It ain't, it's nothing that we have done. In verse 10, For we are His workmanship, created in Christ Jesus, unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. We walk today. We should walk in, in His good works, and we should walk in, in the way of true Christianity and through faith, through His good works, through His workmanship. Nothing that we've done, but in Christ Jesus. It, we don't have any good works in us. Um, matter of fact, the Bible says our righteousness is of filthy rags. And it's just it's by the grace of God. And if you ever think about it, sometimes I, I was at the table earlier when I was studying, I was thinking about God's grace, how good God really is to us. Amen. I mean, even after we get saved, how many times do we fail Him and let Him down? Amen. But it's God's grace and His love and His mercy that just rekindles us and brings us through it. And, and there's times I know we bring disappointment upon Him. But he still, he still loves us, and he and he still has the mercy and the grace to forgive us, no matter what we do. And uh, I was kindly, I was looking at this, and it's kindly, I come across this, and it's kindly weird, and it may even sound funny to an extent, but um, it's amazing how I, the Lord gave me all of this. There's five graces in, in the Bible, and I'm going to use them. And, and it's, it goes along with the five senses that we, that we have. The, the number one, uh, the first grace is the grace of sight. And um, it talks about how we should look upon the Lord. And the Lord looks upon us. The one, one of the, the Bible verses uh, 
if you if you have your Bible, turn um, into Genesis chapter six. Genesis chapter six. And we'll read verses 5 through 8. Genesis chapter 6. My, my pages in my Bible stick together a lot. Genesis chapter 6 verse 5 says, And God saw the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every imagination, the thoughts of his heart, was only evil continually. Boy, ain't that the time we're living in now? Just like the days of Noah. I tell you, it's just, it's just evil everywhere. It's like Brother Jimmy was, well, it was like we was all talking in Sunday school, and then Brother Jimmy was preaching this morning. We live in a wicked, wicked time. I mean, it's just uh, nobody thinks about God anymore, and, and there's no preaching in churches anymore on sin. It's, it's just we, we, we live in a where right is wrong and wrong is right. And, and that's how it was back, back in the day of Noah. Verse 6, And it repented the Lord that He had made man on the earth. It grieved him. It, it made the Lord sad. He was sad. He was distraught that he even made man. I mean, he, he made man out of his own, own image. And look how man had, had done. Look how they were doing. And it grieved at his heart. And the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast, and the creeping thing and the fowls of the air, for it repenteth me that I have made them. But, I love it when God butts in, but Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Noah was a man, he, he was doing what the Lord asked him to do, and he found grace in God's eyes. God gave Noah and his family grace. He told them, I'm going to destroy this earth. And I want you to build an ark. And I want you to keep building. And I want you to preach that a flood is coming. They laughed. They mocked them. They talked about them. They ridiculed them. But when that first drop of rain came, what did they do? They went beating on that ark. And he done what God had asked him to do. And God was pleased with that. He found favor with Noah. He gave Noah and his family grace. Thank God for his grace. Thank God that he gives us grace tonight. We don't deserve it. We deserve hell tonight. We deserve to um, we deserve a whole lot worse than what we have. And uh, it's thank God for His amazing grace. And that is one of the best statements 
in my opinion, that could be said about you is that I want, I want him to say, James found grace in the eyes of the Lord. I want his grace. I don't want to do anything. I don't want him being disappointed. I don't want him being sad that he made me. He created me. That's, that's an awful feeling. Um, and that's, that's how he found. He was going to destroy and uh, to find grace in the eyes of the Lord, uh, in the sight of the Lord, is to me means to find that comfort and that rest and that peace. And only peace that we can have tonight is in the Lord Jesus Christ. The world ain't going to bring us peace. There, there's nothing that the world can do. There's nothing that the world can give us. And that's why people turn to drugs and alcohol and and other things. I can mention some more. And but they they're looking for that comfort. They're looking for that peace. But there's no peace like the peace that the Lord Jesus Christ gives you. And if you've got that peace, if you've got salvation in your heart tonight, you've got that peace. That's the great you can lay your head down tonight and we don't have, Brother Jimmy, we don't have to worry about, you know, because we're a winner either way. If we don't wake up in the morning, we're going to wake up over there. Amen? And uh, so that, that makes us a winner either way. And um, I love that song. Somebody needs to learn that song. We're a winner. <laughs> I'm a winner either way. But um, he, the Lord, he made a promise to Noah that he was going to destroy this world. But he also made a promise to Noah that if he built that ark, that he would keep him and his family safe. And that's exactly what he done. This whole world was destroyed by water. Only survivors were all the animals in the ark and Noah and his family. How many of them was it, preacher? Eight. It was eight, eight of them survived. The rest of them was destroyed. But that's because Noah obeyed the Lord. That is always my, that is my biggest goal in life. I, I want to please my wife. I want to please my kids. But I want to please God. I, I want, I, I'm looking forward to that day Brother Reed, that he says, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. And I want him finding grace in me. I want him to find favor in me and say, He done what I asked him to do. Number, number two, also there were, let me, let me say this, and I won't get to all these, but there were others that found, you know, uh, grace in the sight of the Lord. Abraham found sight, uh, favor. The Lord was pleased. Can you imagine in Abraham's position, he prayed for so many years, him and Sarah, to have a, to have a child. And God gave him a child. And then God asked him to sacrifice his child. Can you imagine that? Now, Y'all forgive me, but I'm not sure I could do that. That that you know that takes some faith right there. That take that 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 you know that takes some strong will right there. 
And God was pleased with that. And God sent him a sacrifice in, in his son's place. He was, the, the lamb was walking up on this side and they were walking up on that side. And, and you know, Abraham didn't know what, what was going to happen. Isaac didn't even know what was going to happen. Isaac said, where's the sacrifice? I mean, how do you explain that? That'd be like me trying, you know, taking Chase up there to be sacrificed. And he's like, Daddy, what are we going to eat? I'm like, I don't know what you're going to eat, son. But, <laughs> uh, but I mean, I, I know that sounds jokingly, but that, I mean, how tough could, could that be? And, and uh, but, yep, the Lord shall provide. Amen. And he did. He did provide. And um, that was a picture of what was to come because the perfect lamb years and years later came and it, we, didn't, we don't have to have another sacrifice. He was the ultimate sacrifice. And thank God that he... I, we can't even fathom sometimes. You know, we, we watch different movies. It's like I was saying Wednesday night. We watch different movies and and different programs about his life and and how bad he he was beaten. But even the movies don't they don't do it justice. We don't have a clue how bad he was beaten. Uh, a normal man would have never made it to the cross. And and at any time he could have called ten thousand angels. But I'm glad he didn't. Because of that grace and that mercy and that love, he he saw all the ones at the present time, but Brother Jimmy, he saw all of us that's sitting in this room. We had a part in him being crucified, but for his grace and his love and his mercy, he saw that and and gave it gave his life for us, Brother H.C., so we don't have to to die and go to hell anymore. I, I, I thank God for that. So you have the, the grace of sight. But then number two, you have the grace of sound. And we ought to make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Uh, we, we've got something to sing about. we got something to shout about. I love, I love coming to a church where the Holy Spirit gets in and, and, and you hear people amen and, and shouting. And, and, you know, if I, I, don't want, I don't like funerals. I don't want to go to no funeral. I mean, we've got, we've got something to shout about. And God loves it to hear the sound of our praises. He loves for us to pray. Because He said in the Bible, I can't quote it word for word, but He said, I'll have the rocks cry out. And, and, and I don't want a rock crying out my name. Amen? I mean, I've got too much to be thankful for. Yeah, we have it rough sometimes. Yeah, we go through things sometimes. But it could be a whole lot worse. I mean, I've always said, no matter what I'm going through, there's somebody else that's going through something a whole lot worse than I'm going through. And not only does the word... The word sound is talking about 
making a joyful noise. The Lord wants to hear us singing. I mean, you look at the book of Psalms. I love the book of Psalms. It's one of my favorite and books in the whole Bible. And it talks, that whole book talks about singing and praising unto God. That's, you know, and people say, well, you ought not make noise in church. And you ought not do that. Well, take the whole book of Psalms out of the Bible then. I mean, even, uh, even the Bible said David danced before the Lord. I mean, you know, uh, people can say whatever they want to. They interpret it, but I, it's no interpretation to me. The Bible says what it means, means what it says. And uh, I know there's a lot of people, and you can do whatever you want to, what I'm about to say right here if you want to edit it. I know there's a lot of people that don't like that song, I can only imagine. But I like that song because when we get to heaven, what are we going to do before the Lord? I mean, you know, David danced before the Lord. Who's to say we're not going to dance? Who's to say we're not going to sing before the Lord? And I know we're going to be on our knees praying Him, praising Him and thanking Him for everything, you know. And, and that's part of praise, right? Singing, make a joyful noise. But it's not only that, it talks about sound, talks about sound doctrine. And I love a church where it believes in sound doctrine. And what that means is the holy truth. The holy word of this is sound doctrine right here. No matter any of that opinion. I, I talk to so many people, and I'm sure you do, brother, and I'm sure Brother Reed and Brother H.C., y'all do too. Brother David and all, all the men, and well, the women in here too. I'm sure y'all do too. Uh, they want to give their opinion. Well, I think the Bible says this, and I think the Bible really means this. No, no it doesn't. It means what it says, and it says what it means. And, and you know, if, if, if it says no drunkards, no fornicators, any of that's going to enter the kingdom of heaven, well, that's, that's what it means. Amen. And um, people, will, they want to argue with you about the doctrine. They want to argue about, well, you know, I, I don't argue with people. I, I, I don't. I, I, I don't argue with people. I, I just tell them, read your Bible. Just go read your Bible. You know, you, it's, that's between you and God. You feel however you want to feel. But I, I know what the Bible says. And I, I'm not perfect. We're not perfect. But if we stay in this Word, and we stay sound to this Word, and do what this Word says, you'll never go wrong. This, this is our guide right here. This is our guideline right here. If we, we stay true to this and we read this, we don't have to have a bunch of questions. We don't have to say, well, I wonder if, I wonder, you know, what does God say? What does this word say? And that's, and I think, I think God, and Brother Jimmy touched on this this morning, there are so many churches now that have strayed away from the sound doctrine of the word. They, they, they don't want to preach on sin. Preachers don't want to preach on sin anymore. The people don't want to live holy anymore. 
They want to live any way they want to live. They want to live worldly Monday through Saturday and then come to church on Sunday and praise the Lord for about an hour and think they've done God a favor. You know, and uh, they haven't, you know, and, and you, it makes you wonder sometimes if, if some of them's really got the, the real thing. I mean, you know, because I know the, the first thing people wants to say is don't judge me. Well, don't worry about me judging you because there's a whole lot greater judge than me. You, you worry about him. But the Bible does say you know them by the fruit they bear. And um, God loves it when we obey Him. He loves it when we praise Him. He loves it when we are in His Word. We study in His Word. We ought to study enough. Now it's, it's you know, I understand we can't read like we, we're supposed to sometimes. But we ought to know enough of this Bible that if somebody comes up to us and says something, we ought to, we ought to immediately know or think in our mind, is that person right? That, I, wait a minute, that, that, that don't sound, you know, that ain't, <laughs> that ain't what I've read. I mean, you know, uh, I know this next one's going to kind of be a, a, a funny one, but number three, we ought to have the grace of smell. And it, it, it sounds funny, but smell is an aroma. It's a fragrance. And we ought to have a good aroma about ourselves. We ought, not, we ought to have a good demeanor about ourselves. Um, the Lord right here is trying to show us that through Jesus Christ living in us, we should, we should show people His grace through us and His mercy through us. We ought not have a rotten uh, attitude, uh, a rotten smell, demeanor about us. We, people ought to see us and they ought to say, Man, he's got a good fragrance about him. It's, he's, he's got a good demeanor about him. That boy be smelling good. And <laughs> but, uh, but no, in all seriousness, people ought to say, man, I can see Jesus Christ all over him. He's, he's got something different uh, about him. And I mean, you know, if you claim to be a Christian, but you act and you talk like the world, and and brother Jimmy was touching on that again. I mean, how many just just flat out do what they want to do, live like the world, and then they want to they'll come to church. Some of them don't even come to church half of the time, right. and and they'll come to church and then you know put it, put on this persona for about an hour on Sunday mornings, um, and then you know go back and live any. It it doesn't work that way. Because we are, we are the only testimony some people see. We are the only Bible some, some people see. And we ought to have that sweet, I mean, we ought to have that Jesus-like fragrance about us. We ought to have that fragrance about us. We ought to have that presence about us. It's like, man, he, 
he is a Christian. And, um, oh, praise God, he's going to electrocute me. Voice is touch. Jesus touches us when he saves us. He touches our heart. He gives us a brand new heart. The old person has passed away. Behold, a brand new person. Uh, and there's nothing, I mean, the doctors can touch us sometimes, and, and different people can have a touch in our lives, but it's nothing like having that touch from Jesus Christ. It's nothing like having that touch. When, when Jesus saves you, or He heals you, or He, or he answers a prayer, I mean, it's nothing. It's it, that's that goes right along with number um, number two. Every time, and and brother Jimmy hit on this. Uh, uh, seems like I'm taking his whole message, you know. But uh, he hit on this this morning. We ought to praise him for when he does something for us. We we've got a lot when 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 a miracle happens in and I know it's not. I, I know it's not as big as, as some people's, but, but I'm a miracle tonight because I could still be in the hospital or I, I could have had a heart attack or, or anything. I, a week ago, I didn't know what was wrong with me. Two weeks ago, I didn't, you know, and, uh, but I'm standing here and, and feeling pro probably the best I've felt in, in quite a while. And it's only by the, it's by the grace of God. And, and and I thank God that He touched me. And uh, Brother H.C.'s got a testimony. Brother Jimmy, I know you're not feeling good, but uh, God has touched you from a whole lot of other things, and He's going to touch that leg. And as you know, and and all of us have went through. It's good to see y'all here tonight. I mean, with what y'all went through, that that could have been very tragic, but God had His hand on y'all. And uh, he touched y'all, and by his grace, y'all were here tonight. And, and, and that's a blessing. Miss Joan, uh, God has touched you on several occasions. And, and I mean, it's just by the grace of God. And that, that's enough to, to, you know, for us to praise him and, and, and to shout and to sing his praises because we have a lot to thank him for. We have a lot to praise him for. And um, I think about the woman with the issue of blood uh, in the New Testament in the book of Luke. And um, she, she had went to the doctors. She had, done, she had spent all her money trying, trying to find an answer, try, trying to get healed. Nothing worked. But then she heard about Jesus. Ain't you glad one of these days we... We heard about Jesus, amen. amen. And she said, if I could just touch the hem of his garment. And as soon as she touched him, he said, who touched me? And he knew, he knew who touched him. He wanted her to confess. He wanted her to speak out and said, it was me. And by her faith and by her doing what and, and being persistent, God healed her. His grace touched her. And that's all, that's all we've got to do. Folks, it's, there's nothing that my God can't do. 
There's nothing that he can't see us through, no matter what hard time it is. There's a song that says, is there anything too hard for God? There's, there's nothing too hard for God. And all we got to do is have that faith. And all we got to do is just reach out. You know, God touches us, but sometimes He wants us to reach out and touch Him and just call upon His name. And if by reaching out and touching Him, He will give us that grace. He will give us that healing grace. He will give us that calmness, that peace of mind. This, this right here is the devil's number one playground. And it, it could cause more damage than anything. But if we stay with God, stay in God's Word, and stay close to God, He will give us that peace of mind. And the devil can't do, the devil can't do but anything but so much anyway. He, he, don't have but, he don't have but so much power. Greater is He that's in us than He that's in the world. Amen. And then the last one talks about the grace of taste and and I refer this to the salt of the earth the Bible says we are the salt of the earth what what is salt salt adds flavor if you if something is bland something don't taste right all you do is put a little dab of salt or, or if you like chasing salads just pour the whole pour the whole bottle on there but uh, and it, and it gives it some flavor. But if that salt loses its flavor, what taste does it have? And that's what the Bible said. The Bible says, but if the salt loses its saltness, how can it be made salty again? When one loses its salt flavor, he cannot be a blessing to anybody else. And God help us to never lose that flavor. God help us to never ever lose that power that and, and it's nothing that we have it's it's through Jesus Christ and and people need to see that flavor in us that power in us through Jesus Christ we need to be strong in flavor it leaves a, a, a good taste in other people's mouth. We don't ever want to leave a bad taste in anybody's mouth. We don't want... One of my biggest fears in this walking on this earth is to have someone say about me, well, if he's a Christian, I sure don't want to be like him. I don't ever, I don't ever want, to, want that said of me. I, I want somebody to always say, man, I could see, not, not James, but I could see Jesus Christ all over James. And uh, that's, that should be all of our goal. And I thank God tonight for His loving grace. I thank God for His saving grace. I thank God for His healing grace tonight. I mean, if, if it wasn't for His grace, we would all either be in hell, we would, some of us might be in jail, some of us, no telling, out, out in a gutter somewhere, uh, sleeping under a bridge somewhere. Thank God for His amazing 
Grace tonight. That's why it's, it's one of my favorite songs, Amazing Grace. And I want, um, I want to sing the first.